I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Sue Barker, and I am joined once again by the dynamic duo of Phil Tufnell and Matt Dawson for the latest Ultimate Top 10 brought to you by Pomodo. Today, guys, your challenge is to find your top 10 races your top 10 races. You can consider what is the biggest spectacle, the most prestigious, which one would you want to watch, which one would you want to win? This is not about how tough they are, but about how special they are. So are there any obvious contenders? Races. Wow. Doors, straight in. Stand out. Go on. Human. Okay. Human race. (laughs) (laughs) By a mile. Thanks for coming. <laughs> You've already won that one, Dawes. <laughs> oh, is that races? A, a race. Go on, Phil. What springs to mind? I've got I've got a sort of a glamorous one that springs to mind, which I'd sort of quite like to win, and that would be the Monaco Grand Prix. Why? And, and pray tell why. <laughs> Well, just for the kind of coolness and the flashness and the champagne and the yachts and the and the, perhaps the uh, pit girls and things like that might be quite handy. Hold on, just make sure door. No, yeah, no. Um, something like that springs to mind. Uh, you know, just for that sort of amazing place to go, Monaco, the the rich and the famous all there. Surely that might. For for one, I'd like to win. I wouldn't mind having that on the old CV, surely. That Nothing to do up, with the, 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 the actual track or the difficulty. No, nothing or to the, do with Or the that. history. I don't... <laughs> no. I don't... no. Yachts, birds, champagne. <laughs> Love it. Okay. There's there's the uh, yeah. there's the criteria, Sue, for the next well, yeah. hour. Bit. That's the way I'm thinking of it. <laughs> anyway, of races I'd like to win is sort of like what would be yeah my ideal in that respect you know what i mean i don't particularly want to be i don't particularly want to be running marathons i don't think oh, but how good would it be to like, actually win the london marathon how many people take part in it so you are the encyclopedia like, uh, and 40,000 i mean it just depends i mean not everybody yeah. turns up but uh Unbelievable day. Yes, it is an unbelievable day. I'll tell you something about the London Marathon. I'd like to win it dressed as a hippo. The rhinoceros (laughs) is the famous one. (laughs) Yes, I'd love to beat Mo Farah, everyone, and dressed as a hippo and just go absolutely. Have you ever been tempted, either of you, to do it? Well, Susan, you I know you've interviewed a lot of people after the London Marathon, but you have actually interviewed me. After Did you the do London it? Marathon. I You've know it was so it was so I memorable. Don't remember for it. <laughs> 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 Matthew, so. When did you do it? <laughs> when was that? No. I did it in 2007. Oh. Well, well done. Was it because Matt, I had to, I had to hang around for at least two hours to wait for you to finish? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> two <Matt>. days, <laughs> two days later, Sue was still <laughs> waiting for Matthew. <laughs> 
Sue is usually packed up in a limo, <laughs> going home. You know, broadcast done. Yeah, oh, cut. God, cut. I've got to wait for doors to come over the line. What did you do it? Four and a half hours. <laughs> what time did you do it? For four hours. That's very good. Very good. Yeah. It was brutal. I mean, I am not made for long distance by any stretch of the imagination. Little legs. You've got little legs. Little stumpy calves. <laughs> um, and I, I, I actually did. Uh, I, I felt I did enough training, but I didn't do the. The 20 plus miler, which they all say you should get at least one of those in, like a 22, 23 miler. And I didn't yeah. do that. But I thought, listen, yeah, I've only, I've only been retired a year. I've got the mental capacity to get through yeah. that, no problem. Got to Tower Bridge, which is halfway. Oh, no. Uh, well, the, but that's exactly what my mind said to me, Phil, when I, yeah. I got to Tower Bridge thinking that I was on the pace that I thought I was capable of. And my brain went, you're only halfway. <laughs> And I, I, just that, oh my God, I'm, I'm done. Now, I had a brilliant tip from Sir Steve Redgrave. Yes. Who, uh, for the marathon, who's done loads of them. Do it on a motorbike. <laughs> said, Go down the river. Don't do it or use some kind of transport. <laughs> he said, don't be scared to walk. No. And I sort of laughed it off, but for thank goodness it rattled through my brain and came to the forefront of my brain under all that duress. And I then sort of walked a bit, ran a bit, walked a bit, ran a bit to get myself back into the the last mm. like seven or eight miles. It, honestly, Sue, when I saw you, I, I, mean, I, I would never have done another moment's exercise. I felt so <laughs> awful, but the euphoria of finishing it and seeing the finish line and everyone Lovely. coming over and people yeah. dragging you along and it's it's an emotional roller coaster that thing it's an incredible yeah. event it's going to do it's just going to do well to get beaten for me how were the nipples oh, <laughs> oh. Blood, blooded chafed <laughs> blisters everywhere <laughs> i had vaseline in areas <laughs> i didn't even know existed funny you say that actually we i did a a walk a 600 mile walk uh, for Macmillan Cancer uh, Charity. And um, we didn't quite take that into account, all the, you know, the chafing and what have you. Preparation. Yeah, yes, that's right, because you're doing a lot of walk, and just not on the nips, all over the place as well. You know, it's quite awkward. But we only had one great big pot of Vaseline which then soon changed because there was four of us doing it. We decided after a couple of days to get our own separate pots. Oh, no double dipping, please. Double dipping, it was horrific. <laughs> so, I, yeah, well, I'm, 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 not, I'm not exaggerating here. I saw some things whilst doing that marathon. I saw some things that I truly never want to see again. Yeah. Um, yeah, the... the, the excruciating pain that people would put themselves through to complete and I'd, yeah. I, I you know, th that could be running till people fall over they, I mean they just didn't realise what it was going to take out of the body and they would run till they keeled over yeah. literally full whack on the floor gone mm. there were people you would run past people who were Ooh. sort of pooing themselves oh really oh, and okay. bleeding and uh, honestly it was like uh, a war zone yeah it was yeah. quite disturbing, some of it, that, but then inspirational in the fact that yeah. people really did put themselves through the mill to um, 
Yeah, to raise money, which then make it always still even though all those years later, it makes me always think twice when I get an email from someone saying, "Hi, yeah, can you uh, sponsor me? I'm I'm doing a, a charity bike ride of 120 kilometers," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, but you do that every day as a walk, like a oh, warm up. That's why? Harsh. Why? It's harsh. Well, it's not. That's not harsh. That's harsh. It's not harsh." It's like they're doing it for a They do that every day of the week. That's not pushing themselves to the limit, is it? Could be. It is. It is. That's harsh. I got a great piece of advice from Ian Botham when I did my 600-mile walk. He said, rocket fuel. And I said, what's that? So he said, well, get those big sort of like squeezy bottles. And at the start of the walk, because we were doing like 24 miles a day for a month, and that hurt a lot, the feet and what have you. But what made it a lot more bearable is the rocket fuel, which is um, half tequila and half orange Fanta. <laughs> and as you're walking along and the old blisters start hurting and the knees are creaking a little bit, you start slugging that down and you finish free as a bird i tell you wow. absolute fresh as a daisy a little bit smashed but that was the best bit of advice i ever got from him for doing long distance like a natural inflammatory i yeah, like it, it was, thought it was going to be a high energy drink like to, or something it was, no. it was i tell you something I, I should i should market that it was brilliant finished oh, absolutely buzzing. fuel it was absolutely buzzing buddy get some of that cbd in there as well and we're all off aren't we <laughs> Anyway. But also, you know, the, the London Marathon, as you talk about, it's the charity element that makes it incredibly yes. special. Almost, yeah. I mean, we see great athletic yeah. performances there and obviously great athletic mm. performances from the likes of Dawes. But uh, it's the it's the charity element and why people are running and the reasons that they're running for and who they're running for that just... I mean, I was in floods of tears every single year that I did. Yeah. I think the most yeah. meaningful one I had was a guy who... who who came up and he had had a heart transplant. He was um, he had had to have a heart transplant, and he met, and he knew who had given him the heart, and he said he promised the family that he would look after it. And he was a couch potato, sat in front of the TV. So when he got his new heart, he said, "I'm going to exercise this heart. I'm going to run." And he started then running the marathon every year. And he said his dream was to walk his daughter down the aisle, and she was only ten at the time, and he just was back every year. Wow. And it's just suddenly things like that that you think, you know, that's what makes that race so different from others well perhaps that that could be quite high up there then couldn't it for that for that reason alone well we'll, we'll, we'll put it down you know? on the list along with uh yeah the kind of the the inspirational nature yes of the london <laughs> marathon perhaps yeah yeah, we, we, we've gone to from the other extreme to the well, other. We have really, slightly. Yeah. You've won the car and the glitz and glam <laughs> to the the emotional, heart-rendering <laughs> stories of the London Marathon. Right. Anywhere in between. And we've got eight of those in between. We're sorted. Thanks for coming. We'll be back after this short break. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What about the 100 metres? Well, let's talk track and field. What are the events that you could consider? Because you have, obviously, the 100 metres. You have the incredible relay races, the sprint and the 400s. You've got the 10,000 with all the great athletes, including our own Mo. So can we can we at least pick one of those track and fields that we think is is the most impressive? Well, I, I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go for the fastest man in the yep. world, yeah. got to be surely. But having said that, to watch, love the relays. People always seem to track people down, don't they? It's amazing how they just sort of always reel in that. You know, they're about fifty yards behind, and you have that fantastic sprint down the last straight. So, yeah. To watch, I think that the, the relays are brilliant. I was fortunate. I mean, two, two thousand and twelve, I managed to get to the hundred meters final. Was, Did you? Yeah, you were quick. Got, you were quick. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, I know. I told you, I wasn't a marathon runner, mate, but I was a sprinter. <laughs> you must have been electric on the I, rugby field. <laughs> just, I just, I found myself in lane five next to you, saying. High five in the you know the the stewards and the boys and girls that were looking after my uh, you know I had a, I had a, just a pair of sort of Dunlop green flat flat green flat, flat, green flat. yeah <laughs> oh, the old black pimpsole yeah I was ready to go I was ready to go <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was that was in one of my dreams. Yes. And the reality was that I was working for the BBC and you you didn't need a ticket to go in and watch it. If you just had your BBC pass, it was ridiculous, Sue, wasn't it? You could just go to any event you wanted and wow. flash your BBC pass and you were in. So I managed to watch that with some friends and colleagues. Can you do that and with for- nightclubs? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, now I am not I am not joking. But look, you see. Ian Robertson, the former rugby correspondent for the BBC, got into bars. He got he got onto aircraft, logistics, not a problem. He got into any stadia he liked by using his BBC pass. All right. He even got to interview Nelson Mandela when he he did. He got to interview Nelson Mandela and walked into the press conference, the, the global press conference, and the uh, the bodyguard obviously refused him entry. And he got his BBC pass yeah. and said said to said to the bouncer, "You can see I'm from the BBC. I work for the World Service, uh, and please, no problem. Don't let me in, but make sure that you advise Mr. Mandela's press team uh, that." Ian Roberts from the BBC World Service, uh, a coverage of over 300 million people <laughs> is not allowed. Into, anyway, the guy completely crapped himself, <laughs> opened the door and Robbo was having a one-on-one interview with Nelson Mandela. Wow. On the See. back of his BBC pass. Gets open very, doors. Ba- very powerful thing. 
They open the door. Uh, anyway, we'll get there eventually to yeah. the 100 metres where I am not on the track. I'm in the stands. <laughs> and for something that lasts less than 10 seconds, Correct. the captivation and the atmosphere, I'll, I'll remember it forever. It was yeah. simply breathtaking. And to see this, the genuine speed, you, know, you see it on TV, and but... To see it live when you're used to watching other people run in other sports, yeah. I mean, that was awesome. Because you sometimes, you, you don't quite get the feeling of speed, do you, on the telly sometimes? Like when you watch the cricket, you know, the fast bowlers and what have you, you don't actually get that feeling coming across the the, the, the telly sometimes, mm. do you? But it did actually, did they look like they were really running fast? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I think, but it's also because they're all in the final, aren't they? So they're all quick. Yeah. So there's that line of speed, of speedy athletes going at the same time, yeah. right? But you get the perception of of how far 100 metres is because, you know, we were on side on, so you could see yeah. how fast that line was long. moving yeah. to then see Usain Bolt accelerate away, or what seemed to be accelerating away from that field. How did that happen? Just yeah. numbing. Yeah. And also because we're talking about spectacle, it's just the build-up to it, isn't it? Forget the race. It's the, when they come out onto the track and the way they prepare for it and, and all the facial things and they're trying to psych each other out. It's almost like, you know, that's as, as exciting as the race itself. There's a real buzz around yeah. the stadium that I'm not sure really happens for the other uh, races. I mean, you get the odd exception, like, you know, the 400 metres in Sydney when Cathy Freeman was the wow. darling yeah, of it. Right. That was incredible. Yeah. But But overall... If you take out the sort of nationalistic side of it, the 100 metres at every Olympics is just outstanding. Yep. But the 400 also, I mean, there's so many incredible races, the 4 by 4 our boys, you know, um, yeah. doing so well. I think the 100, I think the 100 out of all of them. Yeah, and a, yeah. yeah 100 got me. Okay, yeah. so that is going on the list. Tour de France springs to mind. Yep. Dorks, you like your cycling. I've seen you out oh, over nice. Chiswick Bridge in your Lycra. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what would they say? The mammals, yeah. middle-aged men in lycra. Um, yeah, I, I, and of course, Tour de France is historically and as a, a an athlete taking part of it, they have to, of course, push themselves. But I can't get away from how tarnished. The oh, sport is. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, it's it's an amazing race, isn't it? I mean, and any cyclist would want to be in it or to watch it and the atmosphere all over the the country and other countries and what it's done for the sport around the world. Yeah. It, everybody in cycling knows the Tour de France and and knows details around it. But it, but it is. It, it, I don't know whether that knocks it out of the top ten, but it certainly is tarnished because of. Yeah, you know, the, the likes of Lance, Lance and yeah. others. Who, his his book who, was out. His book was incredible, though, wasn't it? And and it's sort yeah, of shocking. My rocket it? fuel inside him, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he kept going for that little thing on the old strut, the middle strut on the bike, and having a swig of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it gets yeah. a huge audience. I mean, the whole of France stops, doesn't it? You know, when uh, yeah, but and Spain, yeah, doesn't it? yeah, and a Spain, lot of Europe, Italy, yeah. Yorkshire, America still love it. Yeah, it certainly is a spectacle. I, I, I suspect that we, we will probably it will probably make the ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's um, tough to eliminate all the great riders. You know, the, yeah. 
and and a bit, you know all of the achievements that they've done for so many years. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. We've got so many brilliant UK riders, but the first guy to knock it out of the park was Bradley Wiggins, mm, yeah. and you know he got the knighthood and he got all the accolades, and Sue got to interview. Yeah. What, she, what did he call you, Susan? Susan. So well, I called him Bradley, you see. So he likes to call Brad, but like, but but it was always because the commentators were Bradley Wiggins, you know. It was always Bradley Wiggins, so I just went, oh, Bradley goes Susan," and uh, he just insisted on doing the whole interview on the stage at Sports Personality to <laughs> to refer to me as Susan. Have you ever interviewed anyone, Sue, and got their name wrong, and not known that you've got the name wrong until after? I not that I know of. <laughs> But I tell you, the, the most scary was always at, was at the uh, Grand National because it's one thing, you know, you know... Oh, that's a good race. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we will go on to that. It's <laughs> <laughs> another one. But you would go on because you'd know the jockey, you'd, you know, I, you know, you'd recognise them, you'd recognise the trainers, but owners wouldn't have a clue. And sometimes, you know, they've rather been enjoying their afternoon and possibly celebrating a bit too early that you can't even ask them who they are and what's there. So, and you haven't got a clue whether you're talking to an owner or an owner's friend. But So that's caught me out a few times. Uh, <laughs> they've usually got a very nice hat on, haven't yes. they? They always have you, a little trill bit. <laughs> yes, a little bit furry as well. Very nice. Moleskin. Well, let's talk about the Grand National. You know, that's... Yes, yeah. say. Go on, Phil. Well, 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 Grand National, Derby, yeah. Ascot, all of those... All of those, all of, Kentucky Derby, Melbourne Cup. Oh dear, oh dear, we're going. I mean, oh, but right. I think oh, actually right. the Melbourne Cup is slightly, uh, well, more watched than the Derby. I think. Is it? Really? I've heard, I think I've heard that. I think I've heard that. Or it might have just been some from Australian who sort of was feeling slightly jealous. <laughs> I'd be surprised. I have to say. I mean, they've, they've had some great horses there, but it's only recently that that because it's so far away that the sort of Europeans have sent their horses to it, haven't they? I mean, we had, what, yeah. the first British train winner just a few years back. Was it the Kentucky Derby? Oh, I'm not I think sure. it could be the, the sure. Kentucky Derby. Might I could be understand. the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> the, old, the old Melbourne Cup was my guaranteed two points that I would get over Phil on a question of sports. <laughs> <should be>, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> because it would come out, it would come out in... Was it November time? I think the Roman <laughs> Cup is. And of course, it wouldn't really get too much coverage no. over here. But I knew, I knew that like the the quiz master and the producers would <laughs> would ask the question, you know, or they'd drop in the name of yes of the winner and say, "What race did Knight Cross? Yes, horse Cross did? Counter was the one you're thinking of. Yeah." <laughs> yeah. And Phil would be like, oh, come on, that is so, that is rubbish. How am I supposed to know that? And I'd just, yeah, it's the Melbourne Cup. Oh, you twat. Every single year. Every year. Every time. You thought about it a lot more than I did, of course, you see. You you, you thought of the way they would be asking the questions more than I did. uh, I mean, there's got to be a horse race in there. You reckon, Isn't it? yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say perhaps, oh, I don't know. Okay, then, well, Derby or National, which one would you have? I've been to the Derby. I haven't been to the National. No. Um, I remember, we're talking about spectacle and most yeah. impressive. Oh, well, I think spectacle. And then, most I'd impressive. Say national, perhaps. 
Oh, what about Royal Ascot? I know. Well, but is there a race know. or is you talking about the whole event? Ah, uh, it's an event. Yeah, okay. That was okay. a good Just because you like getting dressed up and getting <laughs> yeah. dressed up in the top hat. <laughs> Doris always takes me to very posh um, yeah, we have a good racing time events. There, we? Was that Ascot we went to? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, Ascot, yeah, we got. Oh, that was good, wasn't it? That was good. Do you remember that? <laughs> when you, you, we, we took the girl, we took the girls to Royal, Royal Ascot. And I was, uh, I was, well, I should give them a plug because they looked after a Sodexo who I worked for. They were uh, hosting this box, yeah. like huge multinational business and are intrinsic in to Royal Ascot. And they've said to me, listen, you know, Matt, why don't you ask uh, a couple of sports friends to, to turn up? You know, it'd be, it'd be lovely to, to, to meet them all, etc. I'm like, if I tough as I'll be right out, tough as and Dawny, perfect. They love a good day out. <laughs> Go to lunch and all the rest of it. So anyway, Tiffers, Tiffers and Dawn turn up, and the 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 service there is oh. world class, oh. world class. Yeah. And straight away, it's uh, champagne, Mister and Mrs. Duff. Oh yes, thank you. this is eleven o'clock. Oh yes, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And as you can imagine, this just goes on. All of us oh, are, are, are just supping away from eleven o'clock, and Phil and Dawny and a, and another couple. Uh, two other couples have got a great little spot out in the balcony, soaking the sun up, but are not have no idea how much they're drinking, but they're enjoying themselves. They're not doing any harm, but they're you know having a great time. Anyway, my boss then said to me, "We've got our global chairman turning up. Uh, he's on his way, and I'm and I'm you know the, the global chairman is is, is well in his eighties and." maybe wouldn't have understood the position where Phil and I were in the whole champagne drinking <laughs> department. And he was on his way. He was walking down the corridor and I've poked my nose out the door and, and I've at the same time I've shouted. I said, Phil, Phil, just come inside a minute. I want to just want to talk. Bring Dawny. I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. And Phil and Dawny have walked in. And as the chairman has walked in one door, I've like ushered Tuppers and Phil out of the other door, out into the corridor. And the chairman has come in and done like a little two minute, hello, nice to meet you. And uh, we've met the whole the clients and guests and all the rest. Of it. And Thomas is outside like, where's Dawes? What's going Why does he want me in the corridor? And the chairman got escorted out the other door. And by then I'd gone around and said, yeah, I feel sorry, Matt. I've ever come around. Anyway, he completely bypassed Phil and Dawn for this event. That was probably for the best. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, I was so pleased with myself because I could see the rest of my colleagues were properly flapping. <laughs> Because it was getting out. No, but we were all, you know, when we were all together, we were like this. We were just basically pricking about. <laughs> I'm glad I missed it. Box. I was working away at Queen's because you asked me to that. You were. I, I know you should yes. have been there. Well, I'm, by the sound of it, I'm glad I... Yeah, keep those keep those coming, girls. Keep those yeah. fights. Coming. Well, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you're right. That, But that is an event. Yeah. That's over a week. Yeah. A straight race. Grand National. Is it? I mean, just, I love watching it. I, I think. It yeah. I mean, just the, the I'm going with you. Well, I think it's the, the, the. I mean, they both have an incredible history, but I think it's the yeah. endurance of the. And there's been so many incredible stories oh. when you think about, you know, Red Rum with Crisp on that very first. Didn't they get Red Rum on um, Spotty? Yes. Um, on Spotty. Yes, they did. Wasn't in it? The studio. They did. Yes. And what a horse, wasn't it? He sort of his yes. ears pricked yes. up. Yeah. It was amazing. He knew where the camera was, was, Red Rum. It was brilliant, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? It was brilliant. I can still remember that. 
Tommy Stack was yeah. the uh, Tommy Stack was the jockey yeah. in a sort of a in a woolen polo net. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. brilliant. Well, that's definitely up there. Okay. So we're going to go. In, yeah, I mean, yeah. the Derby has great history as well, and there's been. Well, great- yes, that could be up there as well, and also very, very posh because it's a little bit more of the working man's race, isn't it? Sort of the uh, Grand National and sort of all the mm. posh. Um, sort of, you know, people with loads of money buy the flat rate horses, don't they? Yeah. Well, anyway, I'll put the derby down because it could make you could make your top ten. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. I seem to remember the boat race used to be. Well, on there's the same another weekend. one. Oh, who did who did you always follow, Dawes? I was always a Cambridge man. I don't know why. No, I was I was Oxford for the, the very simple <laughs> why? reason when, why? when I was when I was young, uh, my grandma Nora. Um, took me. We went. For, we went for a, a day visit. I lived in Buckinghamshire, and we went for a day visit to Oxford. And we walked past Magdalen Magdalen College. Was it Magdalen? Well, don't go that one. <laughs> what I is went to it? the Maris College. Sounds a bit no dour. Magdalen College. <laughs> and I walked past it and thought. <gasps> What an amazing place. So, and I said to my grandma, Grandma, one day I'm going to go there. And she was, of course, oh, of course you are. Good luck. Oh, that's lovely. Good luck. Good luck to you, Matthew. Yes, we'll get you there. I was like, yeah, all the best. I didn't even get any A-levels there. I don't get to university. Yeah. But that, for some reason, that's why I, I went with... Um, Funny you say that. My dad always used to tell the story that I nearly went to uh, Cambridge University. Um, some bloke came down uh, when I was about... 11 or 12 at school and I was playing in the first 11 for cricket and the sportsmaster came down and said listen we'll we'll sort him out we'll sort him out we'll get him we'll get him we'll get him in really keep the cricket going and we'll get him on a cricket because that's when they used to pick you know if you got like a couple of C's in geography and maths or something but you could yeah. you were good at cricket you could almost sort of like Going to do economics. Sneak, sneak your way <laughs> sneak your way in I don't know whether he was lying but there was a conversation had Cool, blimey, what would have happened? But the boat race is a spectacle, isn't it? I mean, it's had some great yeah. races and it's it really... It's had a few sinkings. Yes, it did, the old thing. Yes. What year was that, uh, Sue? Oh. 1978, from a quick look down. Oh, that's just wow. Strong headwind. That as well. Yeah, strong headwind and driving rain. What do you actually get for winning the boat race if you're in the boat? Prestige. Yeah, but that don't pay the mortgage. <laughs> You've got to open, open you your can mind. You win the Monaco Grand Prix. <laughs> what, yeah, but these guys are at university. You go to well, university, you get, you've just won the boat well, race. You, you can, can do whatever you like. You can get an awe from the boat. You know what I mean? In 10 years' time, it's worth nothing. No, you get in a really nice blazer. <laughs> yeah. You don't even get a trophy. You you might get a little trophy. (laughs) I want wedge. I want some cash. Look, we haven't got a very good list at the moment, so I'm going to throw a few more. No, we've got some strong contenders, obviously, but I'm going to throw a few more obvious ones at you. I mean, downhill skiing, the downhill. Bravery. Yes, Franz Klammer. Franz Klammer, yeah. Jean-Claude Keeley. The the horn, the something horn. Lava horn. (laughs) What? Lauberhorn. Lauberhorn. The Lauberhorn. The Lauberhorn. The Lauberhorn. Oh, no, that's the it's name of the run. That's the name actually. of the run. You don't want to get the horn in one of those suits. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to finish a couple of milliseconds before the other fella does. <laughs> 
we want my head. <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> oh, well, I suppose so. Oh, dick. Oh. Is anyway, it, Bodie Miller. Is it, is it, let me. <laughs> Bodie Miller? Who's <laughs> Franz Glamour, Jean-Claude Keeley, Herman Meyer, t- trying to get some sense back to this conversation. <laughs> is the slalom, is the, is the downhill the one? It's the Blue the River, slalom. yeah. The downhill is considered like the, the 100 metres. It's the fastest, isn't it? It's not just like the 100 yeah. metres in athletics. It's the one that, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's a different skill completely, it obviously, is. but it is the one oh, that absolutely. has great, yeah. you know, it's the... Blue ribbon. You're never allowed ski. I was never allowed skiing being a professional yeah. sportsman, no, you no. know what I mean? Were you allowed ski indoors? We were never allowed to go. No, no, Just no, in quite case enjoyed, we had a quite enjoyed that. Did a bit when I was young and then got back into it after, but I didn't yeah. miss it. Yeah. But they're mad, they're mad, aren't they, Sue? Those those oh. downhillers, aren't they? Like you've got to be slightly bonkers, haven't you? Doing yeah. seventy eight. They're fearless, absolutely fearless. Break yeah. bones. They're all on the old glue vine, aren't yeah. they? The old, what's it called? Back the old... to the rocket field. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> they're, all, they're all going to get the St. Bernard and get the, the little little tot or something and then wash off you go. Well, I did that jump, didn't I? I did oh, that God. jump. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was terrific, terrifying. Crikey Riley. Yeah. I'd fallen over three times walk, trying to get on the ski lift. <laughs> I'd slipped over, let alone when I'd got to the top of the hill with my skis on. I didn't even have my skis on and I nearly crusted myself about four times. What was your distance? Go on, what was your max distance? Uh, um, I, my max distance was uh, seven and a half metres. <laughs> <laughs> seven and a half metres. <laughs> but it was terrifying. It was terrifying. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, having admitted that you never did skiing, only Tuffers could then go on a winter sports program. Well, yes. I went yeah. there I went there really for the the après, the après ski. Anyway, I'm going to also yeah. throw at you things like the, the Indy 500. Yes, Le Mans. Le Mans. Now Le Mans. Le Mans. Well. Absolutely. Yeah, the twenty-four hour. Yeah. Um, I think. I think the racing the right for, for for something I'd like to win. I think the racing would be pretty high up there for me, just for the glamour. Motor racing. Yeah, motor racing. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Well, we can have a number, and it's it's about the race, so we don't have to just have one from <clears throat> motorsport. I mean, it's very glamorous, isn't it? I mean, they've made films about yeah. it. They've had quite yes. a lot of celebrity drivers as well. Yeah. What about the uh, the motorbikes, the TT? The TT's brutal, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely. It's 38 oh, miles. Oh, what, the Isle of Man? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. They call it 38 going miles past, of terror. Going past the supermarket <laughs> at 240 miles an hour. You know, yeah. going past the dog and duck or something. There's that pub on the corner, isn't it, that they go past, <laughs> you know. You know, it, 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 that would be absolutely, you know. Amazing. It's such a distraction for you. <laughs> well, no, I mean, imagine, imagine having to try and stop doing 240 miles an hour to get a, get a pint of milk because they go past all, they're all on the same roads, aren't they? I mean, it's amazing yeah. going over bridges and chucking lefts and rights that we're all doing sort of 30 miles an hour at. They're absolutely towing it, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I think, have you know come a cropper on the Isle of Man. Cool, I think right, every year, two hundred and fifty deaths. I think they've had from. Wow, I mean that—that's some bravery, yeah. isn't it? I mean, that's a brave thing to do. Do you want to consider any of those on this list? I've got Monaco Grand Prix, London Marathon, one hundred meters, Tour de France, Grand National Derby, boat race. Do you want to put Le Mans 
or Isle of Man? I think Isle of Man TT actually. I just like to the get idea the idea is a TT, and it is steeped in history. Yeah, that's not a track. That is just the quickest from here to Birmingham. You know what I mean? I'll race you. You know what yeah. I mean? You know what yeah. I mean? All through the A roads and everything. That is that is motorbike racing at its um, grittiest, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's not on a track. It's not all lovely and there's all hail bells and everything. You know what I mean? That is just pegging it round the streets of the Isle of Man. Okay. And a lot of people know about that. Yeah. That are, don't have any interest in motorsport whatsoever, but yeah. they would be intrigued yes. and would know the, the basics behind the race, wouldn't they? Yeah. That it's it's... It's through towns, through high streets, full pace. Yeah, and I think that's why the the Monaco Grand Prix rates mm. highly as well because it is that city track, mm. isn't it? You know, it's yeah. not like a you know Brands Hatch or a Spa or what have you. You know what I mean? You know, you're going past the ice cream parlors. You know what I mean? And you're going past the clothes shops, the casino. Everything. Yeah, you know, you yeah. could drive that track yeah. on a on a Saturday afternoon, couldn't you? Sort of thing. Yeah, well, do you know what? You can you can walk it. When, yeah, you, when you're pottering around, pottering around Monaco, <laughs> you you end up yeah. you end up going to the square and you know having a nose at the casino or whatever, it is, and then you realise actually you're right in the middle of the circuit <laughs> yeah. here where they're bombing around these tiny little corners, or they go around that Fairmont corner by the hotel, that hairpin, oh. before they get to the tunnel is uh. mind blowingly. Tight yeah. and narrow for what they're doing at those speeds. Yeah, no wonder they lo- and they love it. The racing drivers, yeah, adore it. Don't yeah, they? it's tricky in a Vauxhall Astra. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Alone. I could just imagine you going through the tunnel. Say, all right, let's see how the Vauxhall sort. Let's, let's see what the noise the Astra can make now. What about the America's Cup? Oh, come oh, on. America's Cup. Come on. America's Cup. Surely oldest sporting yeah. is it? race ever, isn't it? Is it? Ever. Yeah. I'm sure it's the oldest that's out there. The history, the prestigious sports, sports race. How many countries is it between now? Well, they have all these qualifiers to have these two, oh, yeah. two going in the final, isn't it? So yeah, New Zealand, America, England yeah. usually. Is well, they're, yeah, they're skippers from all over different, you know, they're... Well, Ben Ainsley. Yeah. Correct. Ben Ainsley did one of the biggest ever comebacks, one of the most extraordinary comebacks ever, didn't he? Yeah, what was he, 9-0 down or something? I think got, they brought him in. Yeah, they brought him in 9 Brought him in down. Mid, mid-tournament. And he won they? 10 straight or something, didn't he? Wow. Yeah. That was amazing. It's quite a spectacle a when you're talking about that's what our um, criteria is, to be a, you know, a spectacle, prestigious. Yeah. I think it's got to be considered, well, isn't it? Lots of parties as well. It's not just a once every year, oh, we're going through the motions. This is sometimes a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity yeah, to completely change what the was, city. What was the Aussie's name? Bond, wasn't it? Uh, was that... Bond. Was it Connor? Not, no, no, was it, no the, the, the bloke... The, the, um, there was a bloke, Bond or oh. something, who created the Cook. wrong keel. Cook. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Vasco de Gama. <laughs> Listen, we're going to have to do our list in a minute. I want to just throw a few more at you. What about the Marathon de Sable? This is the toughest running race on earth. That's through the desert. Sahara Desert, six stages, seven days, 156 miles across sand dunes, rocky terrain, salt plains. One of your mates did it, didn't he? 
Yeah, James Crack uh, had a go and wanted to be the, and not only wanted to complete it, but wanted to be the fastest, either Brit or fastest in a certain age group, or there was some something that he wanted to win in true Cracknell style. And he went off to a flying start and then put himself in a pile after day three or four to the point where he could barely walk and needed to go on a drip. Oh. I, th- I think he, there was a TV show about it. He virtually passed out, came to, they said to him, listen, James, we're going to have to put you on a drip here to get you back. And he looked at them and said, don't you dare put me on a drip Could, because if, I, you know, if I'm deemed to be assisted, then I can't complete the race. Mm. And so didn't take the fluids and um, still completed. I think he finished 12. Incredibly. Oh. Incredible. The, the, these, that, that, the mentality of, any of those types of athlete, they are bonkers. I mean, superhuman, aren't they? I don't know where they can possibly put themselves mentally to yeah. be able to do that. That is an, an extraordinary thing. Does to that do. does yeah. that fit um, in with the? You know, would you want to consider that, or do you think you have enough in the top ten? Where, where, where? What's on the on the? What are our absolute bankers? Well, I think Monaco Grand Prix, London Marathon, one hundred meters, Tour de France, Grand National, Derby, maybe Boat Race, Le Mans, Isle of Man, America's Cup. Have we missed any big ones there? We haven't, I don't think. Well, there's a lot of on the water, isn't there? The, the clipper race and the ocean race and, and the Vendée Globe. I mean, crack, I mean, to non-stop around the world. Um, oh, yeah, the non-stop. Yeah, well, that's mad, isn't it? Sail around the world. More Sail people have been in non-stop. space than have finished that race or something else. Egg and spoon. But the Indy 500. <laughs> Sack. <laughs> Tell you the one I didn't write down was the air and tortoise. That was a that was a classic. <laughs> the Kentucky Derby I didn't write down. And you want and what about Indy five hundred? No, is do you think with Monaco and there's more? Have we got to have we got to put them for one to yes, ten? Yes, we so? do. That's the name of the game. Probably got to be the hundred meters, isn't it? First, fastest well, Just man pick your top three. On yeah, one hundred meters. You're still going Monaco, are you? Still thinking about those super well, No, that's fine. Yes. I mean, do you Monica remember Graham Hill? Free. You know, he was the yes. he was the king, wasn't he? Yeah. He, he yes. was wonderful. And which is what, the other so ones? Go on. What was your What was your three, Phil? Uh, um, Grand National three Tour would, de France. Yeah, I might go for the Grand National. Grand National. Okay. Any you'd like to add for your top three doors? What do you reckon of that three door? I, I, you, I London think London Marathon. Marathon has to be yeah. up there. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Perhaps um, instead of the national. No. Would you put it above Monaco? I would, yeah. Maybe just morally. Go on, um, morally. <laughs> morally, <laughs> yes. Okay, thank you for that, door. <laughs> thank you for putting me right there. I'm just trying to look after our brand here. <laughs> come on, come on, you two. <laughs> yes. Well, 100 metres London Marathon then. Hundred meters. I, I mean, everybody yeah. can have a go at it. Everybody yeah. judges yeah. themselves from it. Yes. I mean, that bolt in two thousand and eight. Um, wow, that was. I mean, it, yeah. Oh, I mean, so many memories of those. Okay, so that's number one. Um, so Grand National or London Marathon two. London Marathon. London, two. London Marathon. I London think Marathon for all that two. It stands yeah. for and, and morally, yeah. <laughs> And the fact that, you know, everyone can go there and be a yes. part of it. You know, there's an yeah. incredible atmosphere. If, if people haven't been to it, they should go mm. to it because it's absolutely Everyone's a winner in the in the London Marathon, aren't they? Everyone who finishes is a winner. Except me when I'm waiting for doors. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, four and a half hours, I definitely Honestly. would have been there. <laughs> 
I thought there was such sincerity in your your emotional interview you did with me. And all you do was just ticking yes. a box. Another one done. When, on. when can I leave? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's the most moving. Oh, it's the most moving, inspirational, emotional day I've ever done in broadcasting. It's incredible. So yeah, happy with that. So number yeah. two, three, Grand National. Or Monaco. Or Monaco, or the boat race, America's Cup. I'm not sure about the boat race, you know. Yeah, you can only do it if you're clever, can't you, the boat race? It's about the spectacle. That's the list that we're looking for. The spectacle, the, you know, the no, prestige. No, okay. not the boat race. Okay, the right. For so me, 100 metres, London Marathon. Grand National 3? Grand National or the Monaco. Monaco Grand Prix. I think Monaco's got to be above yeah. it, isn't it? Just yes, I think glitz it and glamour yeah. and global appeal yes. and... Aspirational. If you if you were to give someone the opportunity, say right, go to the Grand National or go to the Monaco Grand Prix. Yeah, surely you're going to go to Monaco, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, hang out with tuffers in a yacht. Yeah, better weather. Damn. It is a spectacle, yeah. isn't it? I mean, well, they both are. I yeah. mean, it's no, yeah, Monaco for me as okay. well. Okay, yeah, you're going Monaco, and so four Grand National. Oh, Tour de France, oh, spectacle-wise, perhaps four then. And perhaps National 5. Tour de France 4. Yes. Okay. Yes, Phil. I'm Tour de France that. 4. Yeah. Grand National 5. Cyc- cycling. Are we dismissing the, the sort of the rest of the cycling, the like the, the indoor Wait, Which is the blue ribbon in the indoor then? Is that the... I mean, the blue ribbon surely would be the sprint, wouldn't <laughs> it? You are our cycling um, expert. Does the 1500 metres come into it at all for running well, races? Yeah, the, uh, the mile uh, or whatever I'm showing me for, for the same reason it, uh, you see it unravel don't you it keeps you engaged as it uh, as you work you see the tactics or yeah or the, is the 1500 sort of more than the 800 I suppose more things right. you know it's longer more things go wrong it's more tactical we've still got the Derby Le Mans Isle of Man TT America's Cup Kentucky Derby Would I think TT I would have TT TT number six yeah yeah go on Okay, the morn. America's Cup's got to be in there. America's Cup's got to be in Cup. somewhere. Yeah. America's Cup 7. Yeah, perhaps stick seven, America's Cup 7, seven Dorset yeah. Fancy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Derby. Yeah, it's um, Derby. Derby, got to be Derby. Derby well, has, has to be a race. Yeah. Derby, I'll put it eight. to anybody, they're going to say National and Derby. Yeah. We've got uh, Le Mans, Kentucky Derby. Indy 500. That's a big one. Is it? It's huge, yeah. It's huge. Is, it, is that bigger oh, than the Le Mans 24 hour? Phil, it is massive. And you, and you think of the the drivers that go from Formula One and race the Indy. Yeah. That's a huge. I mean, I haven't really probably got a huge depth of knowledge of it. However, it is right up there. And. Yeah, from from sort of America. Well, the whole of America stops for the mm. five hundred. Well, that's quite big then. Yeah, more than the Le Mans. Yeah, well, it's sort it. of known as the isn't it known as the sort of triple crown of motor racing, isn't it? Monaco, Le Mans, and Indy. Graham hit one or three. Did he? Good start. Ah. I think that's got a chance. Add that to the list. So you've basically got two places left, and you have got. Boat race, Kentucky Derby, Le Mans, Indy. You're going to say Indy takes one of them? Is that what yeah. we're saying? And we've got three horse races. Mm. In there. Yeah, we are. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, over one athletics event. Yeah. I mean, the 10,000 is huge as well when you think of Gebra Selassie and Keeley and Moe and 
the great races that have been. Well, but it's again, it's right. the spectacle a... of it. It's sort of, I mean, does the ten thousand meters? It's it's sort of really the finishing laps, isn't it? That now, are we talking about how this is perceived today? This is this is for you, to... for you guys. The spectacle, how, how prestigious in your in 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 your opinion? Because someone's. Something like a ten thousand meters means more to me now because of what Mo has done than it did mm-hmm. twenty, thirty years ago. Yeah. Also, I said at the top, the one you would want to win if you could transport yourself to another sport, the one you'd want to win. But yeah, a lot of those races that you want to win for reasons touched on right at the top of <laughs> top of the pod. You know, it's it is Le Mans TT five hundred Monaco. When you say race, you think That's speed, right. don't yes. you? Think it, it's not just a. And a, 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 a the marathon is obviously a plot, a long but jog, an amazing race. But <laughs> m- most of the time, a race is absolutely. Come on, then. Where's the speed? Edgiest, edgiest seat yeah. on the limit. All of yeah. the ones you've chosen at the moment, you're not talking about specific races. You're talking about the the no. the, the race itself. You know, when you think hundred meters, Monaco. London Marathon, Tour de France, Grand National, Isle of Man, America's Cup, the Derby. It's all about the spectacle of it. Whereas I think just yeah. an individual athletics event, there is a spectacle about the 100 metres. I think the Indy right. then, if you think the Indy's bigger than the Le Mans, I think the Indy's got to be in there somewhere then, the Indy 500. No? Okay. So. Yeah. It's a spectacle. Oh, it is. And, and Le, Le Mans it, it could be construed as an event because there are lots of things that go on around it during that week mm-hmm. i know it's a 24-hour race but it is more of a sort of a you know it's like talking about if you said royal ascot and the gold cup at royal ascot is a is a race oh yeah what about the gold cup the, oh, another yeah. horse race yeah no cheltenham gold cup oh, 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 that is. <laughs> i forgot about the general gold cup oh, oh there's oh, gotta, gotta be, be in, in. Have we forgot that? Where does that go? Does that go ahead of the Derby? No. I'd so say, does it go at number I'd ten say, then? Wow. Uh, Two spots. So can we have well, both? Of yes, them? you can have the Indy and you can have Cheltenham. Well, Cheltenham, whichever one you. Okay, fancy. Cheltenham at number ten. Okay, I'll read them out and just double check. Number yep. one. Mm-hmm. 100 metres. Number two, London Marathon. Three, Monaco. Four, Tour de France. Five, Grand National. Six, Isle of Man. Seven, America's Cup. Eight, the Derby. Nine Indy 500, 10 Cheltenham Gold Cup. Not bad. Good. Oh, that is a good race. There's some good events there. Good races. It's about the prestige, the spectacle, the ones you would like to win. Are you happy? Are we done? Happy. I'm happy with that. That's a good list, Sue. I'm. And we're picking holes. Think, it. We're yeah. picking holes in something there. It's a good list. Well done. It's a good list. The list Come is on. done. Thanks for listening to the Ultimate Top Tens of Sport podcast. If you agree or disagree with these selections, or if you have any themes or topics that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media at Top Tens Pod or send us an email to hello at pomodo.co.uk. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.